top of the morning, top of the morning. I'm always on the go. I hope you are having a wonderful uh, morning. Hope you are having a wonderful morning today. Uh, I work late today, so I get a, I get a moment to do some runs and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just going to talk to you just for a few moments before I go into work a little bit later. Just want to connect with you. You can catch the repost, of course. Today is Thursday, July 12th, so I'm super, super excited like a kid at Christmas time because my book sign is in two days on uh, on Saturday. This is the kind of, so it is going down in just a couple days. But just for the next uh, few moments, I want to talk about um, deliverance from anxiety. I want to talk about deliverance from anxiety. Anxiety is a real place. Having anxiety is a real uh, place. Being being anxious, you know, not not knowing how everything is going to be handled, uh, not knowing how everything is going to be worked out, not knowing how every situation is going to pan out. That is a real place dealing with anxiety. And across this country, uh, no matter who you are, especially if you're a leader, whether in business. Or if you're just a, a father, if you're a pastor, if you, if if you're a brother, anything that you've been called to to manage, anything that you've been called to deal with, Amen. It comes with its own level of anxiety. But what I love about God, and what I love about the Word of God, the Word of God helps me to deal with anxiety. And I'll say this to the people of God and to everyone that is listening: anything less than peace is not your portion. Anything less than being okay with where you are in your life and being okay with how the outcome is going to turn out, that's that's less than God's best uh, for your life. Never accept that you shouldn't have peace. The Bible says it like this, and we're going to get into it, and I'm going to let you go. The Bible says, and y'all know the text, Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6. What does it say? It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything... And I'm approaching a real life, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, it says, make your requests made known unto God. And the peace of God, the pass of all understanding, it'll keep your heart and it'll keep your mind. Now, that blows me away because the peace of God, what kind of peace does God have? Can you imagine the kind of peace that God has? God understands every income and he understands every outcome. <laughs> he he understands everything that's coming at you and he understands everything that's set before you. The Bible says God knows us in such a way that he declares the end from the beginning. So the kind of peace that God has is outstanding. And the Bible says, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding it'll keep, it'll guard, it'll protect your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Have you ever been in a situation or in a circumstance that you really just didn't know how this interaction was going to play out? In a lot of cases, there are people that we're connected to because there's such a level of friction have you, have you ever had people who, for whatever reason, 
you all just didn't you didn't click for whatever reason there was it's always been some kind of relational uh, challenge that's just that's just real that happens uh, in life in the book of Genesis and this is where we go uh, stick a fork in it today the Bible says that we know Jacob and Esau Jacob gets the blessing from his brother um, Esau and he gets it through trickery through his mother putting him in position Jacob goes off and he lives in another household for 20 years with his uncle Laban and all this kind of stuff and he goes through all these transitions then he gets to a place that now he has to face his brother he he has to face the person that he took his birthright he, he has to face the person that represents the greatest challenge in his life I want to say this to everybody that's listening today whatever your greatest challenge is if it's financial if it's in a relationship God will give you the grace to face whatever challenge that is in front of you today Pastor Richard what do you mean the Bible says and a lot of us are in this place. There are people that we haven't had connections with in a long time. That there are people that we haven't seen in a long time. And the last time you saw them, you were in one place. You you were in a low place. You were you you were running. You were trying to make things uh, work. But since that time, your life has gotten better. Your career has gotten better. All this kind of stuff. And you don't know what's going on with that person in any way, shape, or form. But I want to say this, and this is this is what God spoke to me about 2000, the summer of 2018. And that's why deliverance from anxiety is important. This is a summer that we are to sow seeds of mercy and the seed of our service as it relates to the things of God. So Jacob doesn't know what's up and I'm at a red light he doesn't know what's up with his brother he has he has no understanding of what's going on with Esau in any way shape or form and there are many of us uh, our enemy there has God allows us a season that there's space created between us and the adversary and that is a necessary season because you can't build your life and be uh, in a fight 24 7 so God allows us these seasons these seasons that we don't have to have, and I'm still at a red light, that we don't have to have uh, times of warfare and interaction because we are being processed. And when you're being processed, uh, everything ain't is not gravy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, your, your, your wages is being changed. The Bible says, you got to read Genesis chapter 30 and 31. The Bible says that Jacob, his wages was changed 10 times. You go through all kinds of uh, transitions. And now, after going through those transitions, the Bible says that God gives Jacob a vision. He gives him a vision about how to prosper in an unjust system. He says, you take these spot, spotted and these speckled uh, animals and cattle and you're going to put this stick in front of them and it's going to work out for you. God actually gave him that in a dream. So his life has gotten better. I said all that to say that since the last time you interacted with your foe, things have gotten better. Th things have gotten better. You, you've learned uh, a lot of things. But this is the place 
of deliverance that we oftentimes need. We don't mind oftentimes being processed for our families because Jacob, he got wives and he got children. We, we don't mind being processed because of the things that we are responsible for because we see that as family. But oftentimes when we've not talked to a person in a long time, it doesn't matter how long you've been disconnected. If you haven't talked to him in a long time, that connection is just, it's not there. He hasn't seen his brother in 20 years. There are a lot of us today, we haven't had a level of closeness and relationship to certain people in many, 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 many years because there was a great offense. And that's why God has given it to me like this in this season. It is a, the summer is a season that we are to sow seeds of mercy and position ourselves in service. So uh, Jacob has served, Jacob has dealt with the harvest of his choices, but now God tells him it's, it's time for you to go. It's, it's time for you to go. And now you got to go and confront your brother. The Bible says that Jacob, after he deals with the anxiety of his wives and they ask him what's going to happen to us if, if, if we leave this place. See, there are levels of anxiety that you can deal with. Sometimes you are dealing with how other people manage their own anxiety because his wives, this is our father's house. Why would we leave? What's going to become of us if we leave our father's house? You got to read Genesis 30, 31, 32. What's going to happen to us? But Jacob, he, he perseveres through that. That's easy. He was okay with that process. But watch this. When it comes time to face Esau, and a lot of us find ourselves in this place, Jacob goes into a time of prayer. We know this text. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 32, verse 24, and there Jacob, he wrestled with the man, right? Until the breaking of day. He, he wrestled and he said, I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go until you change my name. And the Bible says you shall no longer be called Jacob, but you're going to be called Israel. God changes his name from trickster to whom God will prevail for, which is Israel. So his name is changed in prayer. I want to say this to the people of God, and this is how God has given it to me, and, and this will help you overcome the, the anxiety of, can I recover from my past image? Can, can I recover from the name of Jacob? Can, listen, there is an anxiety that some people deal with because they feel like I, I'll always be seen like this. I'll always be seen as a trickster. I'll always be seen as less than valuable in this particular uh, area. Uh, how do you deal with how you're being perceived. You can't change how people see you. You, you, you can't change uh, the choices and the decisions that you have made. But watch this. You are not known by what people say concerning you. You are not even known by the negative choices you make. But your identity is established by your response when God confronts you. I want you to hear that again. You are not known by your negative choices. You are not known by what people say about you, but your identity, your identity is manifest in your response when God confronts you. So God confronts 
Jacob. And when God confronts Jacob, Jacob stays in a place of prayer. He stays in a place of prayer until the Bible says the hollow of his thigh, the joint of his thigh. He lost, he lost a, a strength of himself while he was in prayer. For the rest of his life, he was going to have to lean on God. That lean, that limp represented a leaning on God. That, that limp represented a reliance on God. See, in your prayer place, sometimes you don't come out feeling like you got the victory within yourself. In prayer, you come out with a, a greater need for God. In, in, in prayer, you come out with a greater need for who he is for your life and the rest of your life you, you understand you're in need of God. See, that's what prayer does for me. It, it allows me to know that for the rest of my days, I, I am in need of him because I had an encounter with God that changed my name. See, having an encounter with God, lingering in the presence of God, it'll change your name. Now watch this. Deliverance from anxiety. Things don't happen overnight oftentimes after you come out of prayer you can still be challenged to function in your own strength believe it or not after you come out of prayer you can still be functioning in your own strength the bible says that jacob comes out of this place of prayer and now he's on his journey i want to look at this perspective from sin judah first because David, uh, Jacob has concubines that have had other children from him, for him. And Judah is a part of that process uh, as well. He got Rachel and he got Leah, but there are other children as well. The Bible says that when Jacob is approaching Esau, watch this. Sometimes we put up defense mechanisms because we are dealing with anxiety. We, we don't know how it's going to turn out. The Bible says that Jacob puts the Bilhah, he, he puts the concubines and their children in the front. Both of the concubines, then he puts Leah and her children in the front, and then he puts Rachel, the one he loved, and, and her children, Joseph, in the back, and then he's behind them. Oh God, what are you putting in front so that you don't have to face what God has called you to face in this season? What is your defense mechanism? See, anxiety can oftentimes look like, look like man's plan. Anxiety can oftentimes look like a good idea. Anxiety can oftentimes look like, well, if I just do it like this, It'll work out. So I'm going to put this out. For, what are you putting out front today? What are you putting in the position, watch this, that God called you to be in for every leader? You can never lead. You, you have to be the first one to make the sacrifice. So he's behind the caravan because if Esau happens to be mad with me because I took his birthright, then... If those concubines and those children die, well, it's not great. It's not as great of a loss. 
I'm raising my hand higher than nobody's business today because in a lot of cases and in a lot of ways, I've tried to plan and I've tried to maneuver in a way and tried to manage things so that I could lower the impact. See, sometimes anxiety shows up like that. You're functioning in your own strength in such a way that you're trying to lower the impact. Watch this, because you want to control the outcome. And that's natural. It, it is natural to be logical. It, it is natural to, to, to lean to your own understanding. And that's why prayer is so important. See, in prayer, the Bible says, we know the text, Proverbs 3 and 5, we trust in the Lord with all our heart. We don't lean. See, Jacob was leaning to his own understanding. But the Bible says, in all your ways, you acknowledge him that he would direct your have. Now, Pastor Richie, you said his name had been changed from Israel to Jacob. So why is he still functioning like this? Jacob sends gifts. He sends everything in front. But before he does that, after he sends everything out front, and this is when you're being delivered from anxiety, when you put your best plan forward, when, when you did everything so that you could lower the impact, but in that moment, you allow God to say to you, but humble yourself. Do it this way. See, humbling yourself is just changing your approach. Humbling yourself is being open to the mind of God and adjustable in any instant. The Bible says that Jacob, he didn't walk. The Bible says Jacob ran. He, he ran ahead of Rachel in the back. He ran ahead of Leah. He ran ahead of Bill. He ran ahead of both of the concubines. And the Bible says he took a chance. He, he surrendered himself and he bowed to the ground seven times. He, he yielded himself. Not, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know uh, if Esau is going to receive me or not. But in this moment, I'm going to humble myself. And watch this. To every man, to every person that's over a household uh, today, your son... Your daughter follows your example of humility. Your, your daughter, your son follows your example. The Bible says that after he humbled himself, after he bowed to the ground, Rachel bowed, Leah bowed, everybody else began to follow his example. See, because in prayer, God will sensitize your heart and allow you to know if you humble yourself, it ain't going to kill you. Humility is a dying to the flesh, but it's a victory in the spirit. Humility is a dying in the flesh, but it's victory in the spirit. Victory not just, not just over the circumstance, but victory in that I can lead my family. I, I can show my family how to function in their relationships. There is nothing more beautiful than a mother who sacrifices her ego, her pride, and surrenders herself every day. People talk crazy to you at work, don't they? People don't handle you appropriately all the time, but because of who you love and the sacrifices that need to be made on their behalf, you humble yourself and, and you yield yourself. And to every young person, when you see your parent, when you see uh, 
the leader. Follow the leader. The person who, who, who functions in a level of humility. You, you want to follow that person. You, you, you want to follow their example of humility. The Bible says that what he was expecting, overcoming anxiety, because Jacob got into a place of prayer. In that place of prayer, God changed his name. And when he began to walk after prayer, he functioned in his own strength for a moment. But because he had because he had been impacted, he trusted God enough to not put a defense mechanism and to allow that to determine how he was going to engage with the adversary or what he perceived to be an adversary. The Bible says that now Esau, Esau receives him. Esau Esau says, what is all of this that you're doing? This caravan, what, what is all of this that you got going on? And Jacob says, this is my gift. And, and they're having a back and forth. Two people who used to be, who, who were enemies. The text says that Esau, he wanted to kill. He wanted to kill Jacob. But 20 years later, see, Things being resolved takes time sometimes. Sometimes relationships getting better, it can take some time. But if when you get in prayer, you can overcome the anxiety of relationships and how they're going to fare. You can overcome what you feel like the outcome is going to be and what, what you fear facing. The Bible says that they are actually almost arguing back and forth like, no. Jacob like, I got to give this to you. Esau like, no, no, I don't need this. But the, but the Bible says that he accepts the gift of Jacob. And I want to say this to every person. Overcoming anxiety. Sometimes to make a relationship right, you have to take the substance of your house and sow it into somebody else's house. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes to make a relationship right, you have, to, you have to take the substance out of your house and you have to sow it into somebody else's house. You, you have to give your best. Now watch this. Watch this. And I'm going to let you go. The Bible says, and I want you to read Genesis chapter 32, but specifically Genesis 33 verses 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. The Bible says that Esau says to Jacob... When you received me, Esau, he says, when you received me, it was like I had, I saw the face of God. <laughs> oh God. He says, the, the way that you came in, the gifts that you brought, the caravan, how, how you humbled yourself, how, how you came to me, you, you knew how I could have been feeling, but the way you received me. He says, it was like I saw the face of God. You get the best out of people when you unconditionally accept them. How do I get the best out of everybody in my world? Pastor Richie, how do I get the best out of the people, the people in my world, the people that I feel like won't work with me, the people that I feel like we got problems and challenges in our relationships? Your unconditional acceptance of people. Read it, read it, read it in your leisure. It will break a yoke in the lives of people. And now the Bible says that Esau and Jacob are able to do business. See, 
God is bringing people back into your life because there's some business y'all got to do. Esau says to Jacob, I, I want to follow you back home. I, I want to follow you back to our father's land. Jacob says, I I'm not going to make the journey. I, I, I got some things and some people with me that are vulnerable right now. And, and if we leave now, I, I won't make it. Esau says, I, I, I got your back. I I'll cover you while you travel. Whoa, hold on. How do we go from being enemies to now I got your back? See, when you get into the presence of God, the anxiety that you had about what you had to face, see, God will give you a direction. And oftentimes that direction is, it is wrapped in humility. The directions that God gives is wrapped in humility, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness. That's the fruit of the Spirit. And anytime you can function in the fruit of the Spirit, see, the outcome may not be what you think it's going to be. You may have to face it, but the outcome may not be what you think it's going to be. The Bible says that now Esau says to Jacob, because you've unconditionally received me, I want to encourage you today that no matter what the opposition has been in relationships with with your ex-husband, with your ex this, with your ex-business partner, I want to encourage you today to be open, be led by God, that when people start coming back into your world, you don't have to have a, you don't have to have that anxiety. There is a remedy for anxiety, and the remedy is, is prayer. The, the remedy is talking to God. The Bible says that because Jacob got in prayer, and he surrendered and he humbled himself. Now he was able to be vulnerable. See, after you get into prayer, you can go from having anxiety to now I can be, I can confess my faults, James chapter 5, to you. I can confess that although I came with this great caravan and I had gifts, I'm not as strong as I look. Jacob was able to say, the, the people that are with me, we, we are vulnerable and, and we need help. See, Humility, when you humble yourself, the people that you thought were against you in some cases, God has already dealt with the heart of your enemy. God has already dealt with the heart of your adversary. God has already dealt with the heart of the person that you have anxiety about engaging with. I want to encourage you today, no matter what you are dealing with, I want to encourage you today, get into the presence of God because there is an encounter that God wants to have with you today that's going to change your life. It's going to, it's going to leave you with a limp, but you'll be dependent on God for the rest of your days and it'll give you the strength. Even when you lean to your own understanding, even when you have defense mechanisms, God will give you a strength to reposition yourself in your heart and in your mind and to engage that that you thought would be adversarial. God wants to give you a grace and a wisdom to deal with the adversary. I want to pray with you today, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for every person that has a level of anxiety today. I, I pray for every person that is dealing with challenges in their relationships. They, they, they haven't been connected to this one or that one. 
for multiple years and they don't know what to do. I want to give you this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know which way to go. I don't know how to feel. But I need you to help me in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm almost to my destination. I love you. I hope something was said to you uh, today that would build you up and that it would uh, encourage you today. Whatever level of anxiety that you are dealing with today, I want you to understand that God has an instruction for you in prayer. God has a direction for you in prayer. God has a way that he wants to give you. God has a perspective that he wants you to have. I'm just about where I need uh, to be, so I'm going to talk to you for about 30 seconds and I'm going to let you go. No matter what you're dealing with today, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be lifted. I want you to be uh, inspired uh, today. Bless you, people of God. I love y'all. Uh, I love y'all to the moon and back, I promise you. Uh, be encouraged. There is deliverance available for any level of anxiety that you're dealing with. We all got things we're trying to do in this season and relationships that we're trying to mend in this season, but it's not all on you. God wants to give you grace. So I want you to say this with me. This is my perspective on life. Life, you are not my enemy, but life, you are my friend. No matter what you do today, I want you to say it with me. I want you to keep it kind. Keep it kind. I love you. I'm praying for you. And we will talk soon. God bless.